You are listening to the Risk Insights blogcast. This is an audio version of a blog article. The article was originally published on the website riskinsights.com.au and is part of the data governance within internal audit series and the assurance analytics series. You can find a link to the article in the show notes. In this episode, we discuss control over access to data within the audit team, that is, should you open data access up to the whole audit team or restrict access based on need? Controlling access to data within the audit team, open or closed? This article is about control over access to data within the audit function, to help guide the decision regarding which of these two options would be appropriate. Open access, the entire audit team is granted access to data collected by the team, across audits, with specific exceptions as necessary. Or, Closed access, specific audit team members are allowed access to data that is relevant to the audit they are working on and, conversely, anybody that is not involved in the specific audit is not granted access. What the core issue is, do you or don't you segregate access? The decision regarding who to grant data access to is usually based on need. That is, whoever needs to use the data will be given access to it. If the need has not yet been identified, then access is restricted. These sorts of restrictions have been discussed previously, in the article More Access to Data to Reduce Risk and Enhance Business Decisions. Access to data, for audit purposes, will typically not include the ability to make changes to the systems from which that data is collected. The risk that unauthorized changes are made, deliberately or in error, is the key reason for user access controls having been introduced and then strengthened over the past few decades. If a need has not yet been identified, This doesn't mean that there is no legitimate reason for granting access. Reusing existing data for other audits can provide a range of benefits. Among these are improving results, identifying other risks and minimizing exceptions. Reuse also enables auditors to reduce the duplication of work. Limiting access, then, can result in a decrease in value, which increases risk. The article mentioned earlier provides a detailed explanation of this. Implementing the restrictions. There is cost associated with putting restrictions in place, this includes Determining what the access model will be, who gets access, who doesn't, etc. Signing off on the access model. Implementing the restrictions broadly, for example, where data is stored. Implementing the restrictions on each audit, audit team members up front then sometimes there are changes as the audit progresses. Monitoring the restrictions. Determining how to share data between audits, for example cleansing data before passing it on to another audit team, etc. The effort that is associated with these steps and controls can be non-trivial. Key takeaway. There are disadvantages associated with restricting access, reduced potential for innovation, reduced reuse of work across audits, increase in effort to implement the restrictions. So, in general, data used within audits should be made available to the entire audit team. However, there are some exceptions to this, some based on organizational factors and others based on audit team-related considerations. Let's explore those. Some specific exceptions, based on organizational factors. 1. Cross-border concerns relevant to audit functions within multinational organizations and to audit teams that outsource audit work to offshore processing centers. If the data itself is sensitive and cross-border transfer is a real risk. 2. 
Strict organizational data governance regimes. If there is a very strict EG regime in place across the organization more broadly, you may decide to follow this. However, be careful with this because if it limits your ability to provide a strong third line, then it can be seen as an impairment to independence. 3. Highly sensitive data. Where all of, or most of, the organization's data is, correctly, classified as highly sensitive. There aren't too many of these sorts of organizations, this typically happens with smaller, singularly focused entities. 4. The need to maintain Chinese walls, for audit functions that regularly provide consulting or advisory services. Again, here, the risk needs to be clearly articulated. 5. Very large audit teams, for example, more than 100 FTE, dash arguably the smallest of these factors. There are some situations in which larger teams opt to exert higher levels of control. Be careful with this, because it could point to poor culture. These sorts of measures are often put in place to overcome suboptimal management practices. Considerations relevant to the audit team and or individual audits. 1. Where specific data is sensitive. This could be due to privacy or regulatory compliance expectations or for protection of competitive intelligence and there is a real need to maintain confidentiality. Restrictions can be put in place for the sensitive data specifically. It is easier and more cost-effective to ring-fence, by exception, and control those datasets specifically, while allowing open access generally. 2. If there is risk that data will be altered. Change permissions to read-only so that data from one audit file needs to be copied to the new audit's file before it can be changed to suit the new audit's objectives. Three. Vulnerability, if there is heightened security, aka cyber, risk because of the access to data that the broader team has, consider how this can be mitigated without removing access. Summary. As auditors, we typically adopt risk-based approaches to the audits that we conduct and we recommend risk-based approaches to management. It is clear then, except for certain circumstances, that we should be making data available freely across our audit teams, with specific exceptions for highly sensitive data. If we adopt a risk-based approach, the first option, open access, will usually make sense. How are you determining what data to share, and what data not to share, within your audit team? That's the end of this article. You can find more information and a link to the original article in the show notes.